KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. More about the Padres' new manager. That's next. But first, let's do the headlines. The number of people getting flu-like illnesses is starting to increase as we approach the holidays. Cases of COVID, the flu, and RSV have been rising slightly recently. But Kaiser San Diego's Assistant Chief of Staff, Dr. William Sang, says we're in a good place compared to the last several years, with lower numbers overall. All three symptoms are exactly the same, right? Runny nose, sore throat, fevers, body aches. So we don't know exactly which one is which unless you test for it. I think we're still doing well. We do have to watch for flu because that is going up a little faster than, than COVID and the rest of them. Singh says if you have a cough or flu-like symptoms, masking up can help protect others and getting vaccinated can help reduce the chance of severe illness. The Auto Club of Southern California is predicting a record-breaking number of Thanksgiving drivers in the region for the second year in a row. The Auto Club projects 4.6 million Southern Californians will take a trip, which is a 3% increase from last year's numbers and a 3.5% increase from 2019. That's the Auto Club's and Jane Venegas, who says, while travel will be up, gas prices will be 30 to 40 cents a gallon less than last year. The Auto Club says the roads will be busiest today, Sunday and Monday from about 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. All county offices, public health clinics, family resource centers, libraries and animal shelters will be closed tomorrow and Friday for Thanksgiving. But law enforcement, emergency animal control and other essential services will continue through the holiday. County parks, campgrounds, and neighborhood parks will be open, but some community centers will be closed, including the Fallbrook Lakeside and Spring Valley Community Centers. County animal shelters will resume their regular business hours on Saturday, and all county offices will resume normal business hours on Monday. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. The San Diego Padres have chosen a familiar face as the team's new manager. As reporter Alexander Wynn tells us, it was not the first time Mike Schilt was offered the job. Two years ago, Padres general manager A.J. Preller approached former St. Louis Cardinals manager Mike Schilt about the Padres manager job. According to Preller, Schilt said he wasn't ready then, but he's ready now. Expectations are high next season after the Padres failed to make the playoffs this year. But Schilt knows how to win. In his four years as the Cardinals manager, he led the team to -to back-to-back playoffs from 2019 to 2021 and a franchise record 17 straight wins in 2021. I'm really grateful for a second act. Not everybody gets it. Um, You take it for granted. There's only 30 of these jobs. And I can promise you I won't take this one for granted. 
and I'm excited about our team. Still, the Padres have a rough road ahead next season. The Friars' best pitcher, Blake Snell, is now a free agent. Alexander Nguyen, KPPS News. For thousands of San Diegans who live in financially disadvantaged areas, there's limited access to fresh produce. Reporter John Carroll tells us about a program that is changing that one neighborhood corner store at a time. At the ideal market on the corner of National Avenue and 31st Street in Logan Heights, the door chime is going off every few seconds on this Tuesday morning. But it's not customers making it sound. It's staff and student interns with a nonprofit called Brightside Produce delivering healthy food. In 2017, we launched our produce distribution service specifically designed for small markets, corner stores, liquor stores to help them carry fresh fruits and vegetables for community residents. That is Iana Castro, a marketing professor at San Diego State who co-founded Brightside Produce. Its mission is to eliminate so-called food deserts in the county, areas where there are no stores that carry healthy fruits and vegetables. Anywhere between 10 and 15 student interns work in the program, gaining valuable experience, cultivating empathy social justice, social entrepreneurship, sustainability, um, while working with us and they get out in the community. Um, when Brightside started, they delivered food to just five stores. It's now up to 29. The goal is to reach a point where there is healthy produce available within a 10-minute walk everywhere in the county. John Carroll, KPBS News. December Nights returns next week, and with it, the annual traffic nightmare through Balboa Park. Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says the park's new bus-only lanes won't be much help. For the past nine months, MTS buses have had their own lanes on Park Boulevard. The goal was to give transit riders a faster and more reliable trip through Balboa Park. But when San Diego's annual holiday fair returns on December 1st and 2nd, the southbound bus lanes won't be used by any buses. That's because the new bus-only lanes don't run all the way down Park Boulevard. City traffic engineers left gaps, so the buses have to be rerouted. If you have essentially a piecemeal bus-only lane that forces the bus to merge in and out of traffic, it makes the bus just as inefficient as it would be without that bus-only lane. Anar Salaif is executive director of Bike SD, which will be hosting group bike rides to and from December nights. He says it's a shame the city hasn't prioritized completing the bus-only lanes. Because again, you see these bottlenecks throughout that network or that corridor that maybe, you know, incrementally aren't that bad, but when summed up together results in delays that wouldn't happen if the bus-only lane ran contiguously. MTS will still be running regular bus services on the west side of Balboa Park, as well as a free shuttle to December nights from downtown. You can plan your trip at sdmts.com. Andrew Bowen, KPBS News. Coming up, a conversation with my producer about Thanksgiving plans and traditions. Typically what I do is like we'll put like a little card on the table for everyone to write out what they're thankful for, so I wanted to kind of change it up this year. We'll have that and more just after the break.
KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Imagine a museum that exposed unique contemporary art to more than 50,000 visitors a day. But it's not a museum. It's the San Diego International Airport. Arts producer Julia Dixon-Evans takes a closer look at the unexpected public art travelers might see. It's safe to say that virtually nobody visits an airport just to see some art. But in some ways, that's the point. This unintentional, unwitting glimpse of art and culture is part of the lore of airport arts programs around the world. The San Diego airport's environment means people are hyper-focused on the tasks in front of them, like getting through security or catching a flight. Daniel Dennert is curator of the arts program. It's all of those kind of inputs going into a person's mind, so finding ways that then create this moment where people are like, oh, wait, and they kind of come out of this maybe subconscious rhythm, and they really say, oh, that is different. Katie Norman, Airport Arts Program Manager, says the art has tangible purposes beyond the aesthetics. Airports across the country have actually uh, started creating these art programs that include public art, um, largely because they provide a sense of place. There are certain elements to our collection that create calming, because um, this can be a, a very uh, tough experience for some people traveling. Art in the San Diego airport costs just over two cents for each passenger who boards a plane. In terms of economic benefits, when passengers linger in terminals, they spend more on airport concessions. The program also creates jobs and pays artists. San Diego's airport art program includes temporary art exhibits, plus performing arts, and over 50 works more integrated into the architecture. We do have a robust collection here. Uh, I would say that there are about 15 other airports across the country that um, also have airport programs of a similar caliber. The temporary exhibit on view now is called A Necessary Departure, spotlighting what artists went through during the pandemic. Some of the works are pre-security, but others are post-security, so visitors need a plane ticket to see them. In one example, by Terry Hughes Ulrich, hundreds of lids and caps from single-use plastics are mounted on the wall and suspended from the ceiling like tiny works of art. It draws attention to the increased use of disposable products during the pandemic and the increased urgency for change. The idea was you were looking at all these single-use plastics as if we were 10 years down the road. And the only way you would be able to see plastic, because you couldn't see it in the store anymore, is by actually going to a museum. There's also a gravity-defying sculpture made of old folding chairs by Jamie Franks, puzzle-like wooden portraits by Christopher Lloyd Tucker, and cosmic sculptures by Rebecca Webb. Border artist Alvaro Alvarez's Imperfect Boundaries is a series of seven framed pieces tucked away in the airport's Be Relax lounge. Shapes are formed from a crowded tangle of painted black ink lines and symbols. The edges created by the many lines represent human and community borders. Borders and boundaries are a big theme for Alvarez. He says it means more that his work is experienced by viewers outside of traditional art boundaries. 
you know, when I describe imperfect boundaries, I use our border as a metaphor between Tijuana and San Diego. But to have an airport setting as a gallery that is a transient space that filters, it's a passageway for people everywhere. An airport is essentially, you know, every literal gate to a plane is a threshold to cross. A necessary departure will be on view throughout Terminal 2 until the end of the year. So harried holiday travelers still have time to take it in. An unexpected piece of art may grab their attention as they dash to their gates. Julia Dixon-Evans, KPBS News. The airport's next temporary exhibit, Espacios and Lines, will be unveiled next year. The holidays are already here and Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We're doing something a little different today on the podcast. San Diego News Now podcast producer Emmeline Mojave is joining me to talk about our traditions and how we plan to spend the Thanksgiving holiday. Welcome, Emmeline. Hi, Debbie. I'm so happy to be on this side of the podcast today. Awesome. Let's begin with talking about traditions. Emmeline, this is the first time you will be hosting Thanksgiving. Is there something you want to begin as a tradition? Yeah, so my mom normally hosts Thanksgiving. When we were younger, we used to go to my aunt's house. Um, and now that I'm engaged, my fiance and I decided we're going to do Thanksgiving at our home this year. So I think that alone is a new tradition that we're starting. Um, also, something that I wanted to get creative and do a tradition for the years to come is typically what I do is like we'll put like a little card on the table for everyone to write out what they're thankful for. So I wanted to kind of change it up this year. So I got these little like glass messenger bottles and everyone's going to have one with someone else's name in it. It's going, I'm going to just drop them on the plates like at random and whoever's name they have in that jar, they're going to write what they're thankful for from that person. And then at the end of the night, I'm planning like everyone will get their jar with their name in it and then they'll have to guess like who wrote what they're thankful for about me and I just think it's a fun way to just show like gratitude for each other and just something fun to do so I'm hoping to make that a tradition for the years to come. So what's on your Thanksgiving menu? Uh, So I'm going to just do like the traditional stuff so turkey um, we have uh, the sweet potato casserole green bean casserole stuffing I'm actually going to like make everything from scratch I didn't want to buy like the box stuffing Um, and I've been watching old YouTube videos of Julia Childs on how to do like her turkey method. I want to just make it like really fancy. Um, I'm getting a lot of tips from my mom as well. So just the traditional Thanksgiving meal that you think I'll probably do a ham. Um, But I did see like a bunch of cute ideas for appetizers. So like I'm planning to do a charcuterie board with like a cheese, um, a cream cheese in the shape of a pumpkin so people can like dip their crackers in that and then i saw someone make actually saw this on tiktok someone made chocolate covered strawberries in the shape of turkeys so i'm planning to do that as well and then i'm going to make like little cheese blocks in the shape of like a slice of a pumpkin pie so it looks like it's a pumpkin pie but it's like a cheese on a cracker so just like cute creative things for appetizers and then keeping dinner more traditional but everything from scratch That's awesome. Well, I keep it pretty traditional, too. You know, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, and the stuffing. I like to make the stuffing, you know, entirely from scratch as well. But um, nothing really special except that I do include the marshmallow dessert every year. Have you heard of the marshmallow dessert where you just put some 
like some fruit in it and nuts. And I've heard of it. I've never had it. So that's something you make. You said every year. Yeah, it's really easy. You just get the like the miniature marshmallows, and then you add.、Um, you can add pineapple bits and mandarin oranges, maybe some some walnut pieces in there, and then I stir it all together with.、Um, usually, people use Cool Whip for it, but I use sour cream. Because it just gives it a different texture and it's not as sweet, and then I I just like the way it kind of puffs up in a couple of hours when you put it in the fridge, and then I just put some maraschino cherries on top. You just like mostly for decoration purposes, but it's something that my sons always expect me to make, so that's something that's a given. In fact, I will be making it for them. I'm going out of town this this year, but I will be making that the day before and leaving it for them because they won't forgive me if they don't have their marshmallow dessert for Thanksgiving. Oh, well, you're an awesome mom. Good job on that. Well, you said you're going out of town. What are your Thanksgiving plans this year? Actually, we are going to Arizona. I will be making Thanksgiving dinner with、um, mom and dad at their homes. It's going to be the four of us, mom and dad, my husband and I. So it's going to be you know a small gathering, but it should be intimate and nice. And it's about being with family and being together, and you know counting your blessings because you know in such an uncertain time, you just never know how things can change from one day to the other. So just counting our blessings. Yeah, definitely. I think people can get very stressed out and get caught up in the holiday stress during this time. And you know, it's really just about what you said, just cherishing every moment and living in the moment. So that's what I'm trying to do.、Um, And I actually wanted to ask: Do you have any advice that you can give me, like as a first-time host of Thanksgiving? Just enjoy it. Don't don't stress over everything. And if it doesn't turn out just perfect, it's still going to be okay. Let it happen like it does, and and just enjoy. Don't miss out on a good time because you're worried that something didn't turn out the way it should have. Yeah, that's great advice. I agree. I want to thank you, Emmalyn, for chatting with me today on the San Diego News Now podcast. I wish you and your family, and of course our listeners, a memorable and safe Thanksgiving. Thank you, Debbie, and I wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving as well. And to all of our listeners, after a day of feasting with family and friends, the county is encouraging you to get outside with your family on what they're calling Green Friday. Parking fees will be waived the day after Thanksgiving, so visitors can picnic, play, and explore the trails. At dozens of county parks, without worrying about fees. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening. Our team will be taking time off for Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and the podcast will be back on Tuesday. Talk to you next week. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community, and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.